It was 54 years ago last week, July 18th through 23rd, 1968. It was an unusual and very stressful, very trying time in Accra in 1968, just a few months after Martin Luther King was killed, just one month after Bobby Kennedy was gunned down. It was a very hot summer in Akron. There were riots on Wooster Avenue. And we're going to talk about that this morning with former Akron Deputy Mayor. He's the head of the local historical society as well. But before we get to Dave Lieberth, I know that he was just starting his career at that time. But back then in 1968, I lived here too. And, but I was just a kid. I was still in grade school. The thing that made me remember this time the most is that my dad was an Akron police officer. He was, I'm not sure whether he was a captain or a lieutenant at the time. By the time that he retired back in 1976, he was the captain of the uniform division in Akron, which meant that every street cop reported to him. The department was, you know, a little bit different back then. But what I remember about the summer of 68 in that particular week is that it was very tense at home. We were very scared about what was going to happen with my dad. At the time, and and still today, the street cops wear dark blue uniform shirts, and the officers, to distinguish them from the street cops, they wear white shirts. But at the time, he had to dig out his old blue shirt because they said that the white shirts made a better target for snipers. So that was the kind of thing that we talked about at the dinner table. That was the kind of thing like why my mom was scared, my dad was tense. You know, the city was blowing up. There was lots of stuff going on. So I want to bring Dave in now to talk about, you know, what was it really like then for the other parts of the city, for what people were going through, and particularly for you. You were just starting out your career, right, Dave? Uh, My first night uh, broadcasting radio news was the fifth night of what we then called the Worcester Avenue riots. Yeah, Yeah, so that must have been a really, really big deal. What station were you on back then? WHLO. Okay, all right. So so tell us about, you know, your experience and then also what was going on in the city at the time and what did we learn from that? Well, it was 54 years ago last week, actually, and 54 years ago today is when the disturbances along Worcester Avenue and Arlington Street uh, subsided. It all started with uh, some a group of young men uh, in the downtown Akron breaking a few windows at jewelry stores, breaking the windows on Olson Electronics. And then at that time, before the Interbelt was built, they could move right across Worcester Avenue into the area where there was uh, a lot of residential and commercial uh, areas uh, that still exist today, but is substantially different. In, In 1968, remember that we had had a tough year already as a nation. The Tet Offensive had been held in January. Uh, It was a a major time for um, people to disagree about Vietnam. Uh, Martin Luther King was assassinated. Lyndon Johnson uh, announced he would not run for re-election. Bobby Kennedy was assassinated in June. And so by the time we got to July, uh, the middle of July in Akron, um, disturbances had broken out at most major uh, American cities uh, as a result of Dr. King's assassination and as a result of uh, a a tremendous legacy of of horrible treatment of African-American residents and uh, especially uh, in, in terms of where they lived and where they went to school and how they were treated. Um, in, in Akron, we, we had started um, urban renewal, 
And in that era, uh, about a ten year over a ten year period, the city of Akron had relocated three thousand households, and eighty percent of them were African American. So there were intact black communities, neighborhoods, that were just completely leveled and destroyed. And there was no new housing built, so we had a very highly compressed neighborhood around Worcester Avenue where families were living with each other, they had moved in with uh, relatives. And just like this last week, uh, the middle of July in 1968 was very hot and very humid. So as these young men moved across Worcester Avenue, the police followed them and realized that they had more than they could handle. Uh, Some of the young men were breaking windows on Worcester Avenue. They were actually looting stores in their own neighborhood. And so Mayor Ballard called out the National Guard. Uh, Within a few days, there were a 1,000 National Guardsmen uh, deployed in Akron, and they made their encampment at the Akron Rubber Bowl. But on those days, each of those seven days that we had the disturbances, uh, the police uh, attempted to create a phalanx of force uh, on Worcester Avenue to stop uh, the rioting and to stop the looting. Uh, there were firebomb attacks. And, yeah, your, your introduction was correct. People were scared all over the city, even as far away as Hudson. Uh, residents were concerned that the uh, disturbances may extend even into their community. Right. Uh, it lasted for seven nights, and then it ended uh, after during a, a rainstorm when Homer Calhoun, Hovell Calhoun, uh, moved his uh, speaker truck out into the street and started playing dance music. Former Deputy Mayor Dave Lieber talking about the events of 54 years ago last week in Akron with the Worcester Avenue riots. One thing I thought was interesting, you mentioned about the National Guard being here. I was reading an account of it, and it said that the general in charge, uh, Sylvester Del Corso, had said that, you know, they, they had machine guns there, and he said if anybody crossed them, they would shoot to kill. He had that news conference the second morning of the disturbances and said that if anybody ran from the police, that they would be shot and they would shoot to kill. The first night of the disturbances, Akron police actually shot a 16-year-old a runaway in in the back, a young man running from them in the back. Uh, he survived uh, the shooting, but there was great dissension uh, uh, between the black community and the Akron Police Department about the use of tear gas. What black leaders felt was the overuse of tear gas. There were adult men uh, in the uh, on the street trying to quell things down, and they were also uh, subject to what they felt at the time was mistreatment by the police and. And um, all of this led to uh, the, 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 the disturbances ending after seven nights. But uh, Mayor Ballard then asked a commission headed by Edwin Lively at the University of Akron to take a year and to figure out what were the root causes of the disturbances and how the city should address them. And it was interesting to me that there was that commission because, you know, back then there was all kinds of commissions. You know, there was the Warren Report and, you know, the Pentagon uh, Papers and all these different reports that came out. And at the end of the day, I'm not sure any of them came out with any concrete answers as to how things could have been different. 
Did well, uh, the, the Lively Commission did. They, they they couldn't fix the root problem, which was housing, and the city of Akron really suffered from a lack of adequate housing at the time, especially for uh, the black families who had been relocated from their historic neighborhoods. It wasn't until Alpha Phi Alpha Homes started building in Channelwood Village uh, that the housing crisis would be alleviated a little bit. But the, the Lively Commission noted that there was virtually no recreation opportunities in the Worcester Avenue neighborhood, for example. And within a year, the city of Akron did invest about a million dollars in a new athletic field, in new swimming pools. Uh, they created the old division of the Bureau of Recreation. Uh, they, they enhanced the uh, refuse pickup area in Worcester Avenue, which had been an issue in the complaint uh, to twice weekly uh, garbage pickups, just to try to address issues that were important to the people there. Uh, they installed a portable swimming pool, and they actually started some sensitivity training in the Akron Police Department in 1968 to address issues uh, and to recruit more African-American candidates for training as police officers. Former Deputy Mayor Dave Lieber talking about the history of civil unrest in Akron, what happened 54 years ago last week, 1968, a very hot summer, uh, lots of unrest around the country, certainly here in Akron as well with the Worcester Avenue riots. Now, Dave, I, you said something before we went to the break that I thought was really interesting. You said they traced kind of some of the history of this back to the lack of affordable housing and available housing for Akron's black community. And I thought that was really ironic considering kind of that the inner belt, which was supposed to be so great, never really turned out to be. And now they tore down the inner belt. They could have just left those neighborhoods there and maybe that would have helped. What do you think? The, the neighborhoods were dilapidated for for certain. The housing was very old in the in the areas where they began to take uh, housing down. But but the difficulty was is that the neighborhoods were working. They were working for the people who lived there. They looked out for each other, and they had places to stay that would would accommodate their their families. But the the idea of urban renewal was not just to fix things up. It was to tear everything down. Uh, inside and so in uh, Opportunity Park in the Grant Washington area in Cascade area at the university area whole neighborhoods were just simply uh, were eliminated completely they were just bulldozed to the to green grass those people had um, who owned their own homes had uh, an opportunity for a, a settlement of fee but it was $5000 maximum they could wow. buy houses with $5000 uh, re uh, removal cost, and so this is what caused the concentration of of people living in crowded conditions throughout Arlington Street and Worcester Avenue. So if you had to summarize then the significance of this just very quickly as we wrap this up, what have we learned from this and can we take anything that we saw back then forward now into today and apply it? We, we've had moments in our history where we've had great divisions um, uh, in the community as early as 1900 when a group of, uh, of white um, uh, men uh, burned Akron City Hall to the ground, and they were basically a lynch mob 
uh, in August of, of 1900. Uh, we had tremendous dissension in the 1930s with the organization of unions and the United Rubber Workers. We had these riots and disturbances in 1968. And the lesson is, is that Akron has recovered from each of these in different ways, and history tells us that we will recover again. We're at a difficult point in our own history right now, and racial differences uh, are, are first among the concerns that the community has to address. We've done that before. We won an All-America City Award for the Coming Together program, for example. President Clinton held his first town meeting on race in Akron. So there, had, there is a, a kind of a reserve of good feelings arising out of some of those that ha have been lost and now need to be restored. And so it's a work in progress. It's a constant effort that people have to make in order to continue the dialogue, to address the problems, and to make certain that they're part of the government that can actually meet those needs with real resources.